Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Betamax Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune, and... And uh, me, Jamie Ball. Hey Mark, hey listeners, uh, welcome to another uh, banjo-tapping, toe-twanging... Toe-twanging? Good time in the dungeon, where we're going to talk about uh, horror, uh, horror movies, exploitation, dungeon-related stuff. Genres, movies. Sub-genres, yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what have you been up to in a dungeon this week? Because I've been away. Have you been away? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I've just basically I've asked Igor to just keep a diary, just a rough diary of what he does through the week. Okay. Don't stop looking at my paperwork. Has he been helping me out in the? Uh, I, well, stuff? I'm just gonna. He well. Yeah, he hasn't written that down. I know he has been helping oh, you out okay. a little bit. You know that he's been helping you out with your. Uh, money laundering delivery side yeah. storyline, um, but I've basically I've just essentially see it like this, Mark. I'm spinning a big roulette wheel. Okay. I'm spinning it around metaphorically. You are the finger. Okay. So I'm just going to run through a list of what he's been doing, and at any point you can put your finger on that roulette wheel. Yeah. You are the finger. Okay. To stop it and say, right, oh, we're going to talk exciting. about this one. All right? This is okay. exciting. I'm so excited I'm, now. This is going to be good. Okay, so I'm just going to give you a rundown of what he's been doing. Right. right, can I stop you there? I'm going to cut this a little bit out. Right. Is there anyone in particular you want me to stop on? No, I don't give a shit. Because I'm going to make it up for whichever one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Rolling. Right, Carry okay. on. Right, okay. Right. Spin so, that wheel. I mean... Some of it has been pretty mundane stuff, I'll be honest with you, Mark. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Igor has discovered a vortex in the bowels of the dungeon. Okay. Uh, Igor has been jogging. Igor has been getting messages from Wendy Shito Fasado. No. That, that lady. No. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Uh, Igor has been to a Hex and Cloak gig. Uh, Who are they? Let me just run through okay, the list. I'm spinning the wheel, Mark. Okay. Spinning the wheel. Uh, Igor has a war on the bottom of his foot. Uh, <laughs> Igor... I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's not code. Oh, is it not? No, he's got oh, a right. war on the bottom. <laughs> Poor guy. It's giving him jip. Stop shouting. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> e- Igor... Ha- e- 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 it's a bit of a problem for him. Um, Igor has been feeling that his life has no direction or meaning and that existence is nothing but a hollow, lonely sham. Okay. Uh, Igor has found an old copy of Razzle down the back of the armchair in the book nook. Ding, 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 ding. I'll put my finger on it. Right, okay. Uh, Igor has decided that although he likes the taste... He's going to give up bananas because they give him indigestion. Let's go back to the razzle mags. Right. Oh, was there more? Yeah. Uh, Igor has been working on creating... He's been He's been knitting, basically. He's been working on knitting a jumper that give all who wear it a diabolical itch. He likes his diabolical stuff. Yeah, like the itch of the devil. I get one of them sometimes. Uh, Eagle has asked for a mariachi band and a candy-filled piñata for his Mexican-themed birthday party. How old is he on his birthday? He'll be 69. 
I know, he looks about 25. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't even know that he's 65, Mark. He's been very coy about his age. I'm placing him at about 60. I would have put him in the, 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 the hundred. But, um, yeah, so that's my rough rundown. Well, I thought, what... I thought I was going to ring the bell, put my finger on one, and you were going to talk what about it. What did you put your finger on? Uh, the Razzle Mags. Yeah, you found it, yeah, in your chair, Mark. In my chair? Well, all week he keeps coming up to me and pointing to a picture of one of these ladies. And, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing it's a Razzle from the 70s, Mark. Oh, so they're the by, best ones. So, as you can guess, by today's standards, you know, these ladies are pretty... Be careful. Well, they, they just look unusual to today's eyes. <laughs> what do you mean they look unusual? They're so hairy, Mark. They're, not, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're proper hairy. They're not a different species. Well, they just really ha- they got big hair. They're hairy. Big big hair. Well, that was a, that was the fashion at the time. And he, he, uh, he, he, there's one... Why is he finding them in my chair? You tell me, Mark. Well, I haven't got... But he keeps pointing to one particular lady and indicating that one day he's going to marry her. She's probably 80 now. I know, I know. I, I keep trying to explain that to her. Not that that's a... I mean, you might like that. Well, she might still be hot. I haven't found a porn mag in years. You haven't found a porn mag? You used to all the time. Yeah, I used to go looking for them. Hunting. Yeah, I Did love you have your safari? Yeah, in any ditch. <laughs> in the 70s. Yeah, random ditches. In the 80s. <laughs> I used to have this kid live up the street from me, right? And he wanted so he wanted me to see his friends so much. He told me he'd found one hundred porn mags. That's right. a good tally. That's nonsense. Oh, he hadn't found. No, of course them. he hadn't. Oh, he's lying. Yeah, he was going. I'll take you next week, and then we get to the next week. I go, where are these porn mags? And he go, oh, uh, we'll go next week. And then eventually, I ran out of patience. I said, look, there is no porn mags. He goes, yes, there is. Yes, there is. And we went for a walk by gateways, okay. where the stream is, and you used to get down in the water, walk along, so you're in the main road. Okay. And he goes, oh, they were here. I said, they're not here now. Oh, there's uh, no trace of them? There's no trace of them. Okay. I said, why would there be a hundred porn mags down here? Oh, okay, They a hundred porn mags all together? Yeah. Oh, okay. That is a, that's clearly a bullshit yeah. story. I thought he'd accumulated a no, no, hundred no, found porn... <laughs> Yeah, that would be possible. Be, if be, you What, for an eight-year-old? What, if you were not really add your nose to the grind and you were really looking for it, you could probably <laughs> keep it. You could probably get a hundred pages, like wet pages, stuck oh, in tarmac. We used to pick them up and all when we found them. I know, I know. <gasps> oh, I know, I know. <gasps> I know. But back then you were too young to realise why someone would have just oh. discarded it and chucked it out the window of a car. I know, I know, we were so ignorant and naive, Mark. It chills you to the bone now, doesn't it? Anyway, so that's what he's been up to. Have you got any tales of the dungeon for us? No, not really. The delivery system's working quite well. Uh, Eagle's been doing some deliveries for me. Okay. Have you seen Mary Scant again? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, I'm not going around there anymore. (laughs) I would think not. Until she orders another... What, another Sid James... (laughs) Joke. <laughs> no, don't okay. mention that. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. They just don't mention it. All right, cut that. Don't conversation, Mark. Not confrontation. Yeah, but don't mention that. Why are you doing that hand thing? Yeah, but why, oh. mention, why mention the suggestion? Oh, don't stop asking me why I mentioned something. Don't mention it. Just, okay. It's a thing that happens. Cut all that. I will. Don't worry. Right. Right. Yeah. But there's been uh, there's been no <laughs> mishaps this week. There's been no mishaps this week. The delivery good. system's working. Good. Glad to hear it, Mark. That's good. Are we going to talk about a movie this week? Because yeah. we've got a we've got a barnstormer for the listeners. Jamie and 
Fortune's Betamax Dungeon. What film are we talking about this week, Jamie? Okay, Mark, uh, this week we're talking about women in prison classic Chained Heat, 1983. I would like to just, as I said earlier, I'm going to have a go at doing the trailer. Go on then. So imagine back in 1980, what did we say, 1983. Yeah, oh, it's 10. Yeah, you're listening to the radio uh, and this comes on. Okay. All right. Watch White Hot Desire Melt Cold Prison Steel. Chained Heat. Rated R. Is that it? Well, yeah, that's a, doesn't that draw you in? Wouldn't you go and watch that? Um, no. No, not for that. Well, okay. That doesn't saying. sound like the film I watched last night, to be honest. Well, well okay, I'll just have a go. Hot do you want do you prison want, heat? Do you want to do it again? <laughs> do it sexy. I don't know that time. I should do it. That was me doing it sexy. Was it? Yeah. White hot desire melts cold prison steel. White chained heat. No, that's a completely different movie. Yeah, all right, we'll skip. No, that was fine. Okay, so yeah, that was who's in this film? Um, oh, it's a fantastic cast. Um, should we? Uh, should we just say uh, it, it's. Uh, what we're really going to end up talking about, what I'm going to end up talking about this week, is kind of the sub-sub-genre yeah. of uh, women, yeah, women in prison movies. Um, and th- this is a, this is a good entry point women in prison movie, I think. Yeah. Um, so... I enjoyed it, if I got, I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a little bit hallmark in some places. It's a little bit TV movie. Yeah. Um, Let's do the cast quickly. Are you you familiar with women in prison movies, Mark? Well, I am now. Is this your first women in prison movie? Yeah. Oh, really? Chicks in Chains. Chicks in Chains, yeah. Really? Yeah. Why would I... Well, well, because you... If I watched a porn film, they'd have women in prison movies. That's the only one I've ever watched. Let's not go down that route. But that's a whole different kettle of poisson. So, I mean, all right. So, okay. Well, with the subgenre of women in prison movies, you generally, like most movies, sub-tropes, exploitation movies, there's certain things that you have to have or you you always get, you know? Okay. So, in this one, uh, basically, Linda Blair of The Exorcist... um, she plays young Carol Henderson, yeah, who's been in prison for eighteen months, months yeah, because she ran a man over in her car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, you, can't, you know, for manslaughter, that's not so, that's not too bad, is it? Really, eighteen no, months. It's not. And it, was she drunk? Was she just? Was she aiming for him? Was she just? No, was she trying to park it or something? Well, I don't, don't know. Don't dwell on that. No. So she's killed a man. She's gone to prison for it. She's young and relatively naive. Cries um, a lot. Yeah. She's a bit um, wimpy, whimpering. Yeah, she does a lot, fair old bit of whimpering. Yeah. Um, and she basically, you know, horrifically, uh, she finds herself in what really is, um, I mean, it's basically a powder keg. This prison is a powder keg. Tension. A literal powder keg. Of uh, racism, violence, drugs, lesbianism, sadism, corruption, lesbianism. Yeah, you've said that twice now. Well, I like lesbianism. Do you? (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so, you know, it's a hotbed of... In all these things you expect, rape, you know, not, you know... It's there, Mark, it's in the movie. Did you say rape? Well, you know, I don't like to talk about rape. Well, we're going to be, because it's... It's a rape, it is a rapey movie. Um, right, should we go over, should we do the plot quickly before we do the class? Quick synopsis. Yeah, do, do the quick synopsis. You, no, you, you're better than me. Right, okay. Well, basically, Linda Blair plays young Carol Henderson, who yeah. finds herself in prison for 18 months after killing a man in her car. Um, she finds the prison to be, you know, a corrupt hellhole. Um, and basically ends up uniting the prisoners to basically overthrow the corrupt administration. Who is Vernon, is it? Oh, John Vernon. John Vernon, he's... We, do you want to go through the cast? Yeah. Okay. you got Linda Blair. From... Exorcist. Okay. And some other films that aren't quite as good. Exorcist 2. Yeah. She, um, do you want to dwell on uh, Linda Blair for a bit? Yeah, let's talk about Linda Blair. So, she did, so she did The Exorcist. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then f- forever after that, or well, not forever after that, but for, after The Exorcist, Linda Blair was basically, I mean, she was a kid. Yeah. She was basically getting young victim roles. Yeah. You know, uh, off, you know, basically off, that's what she was good at playing in The Exorcist. Um, when she uh, got to a certain age, um, I should have made a note of it. I've no idea how old she was in this film, but you know, I mean, she's a an adult woman in this, what, this movie. Chained heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's about twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Well, she. Well, she was a little. There's conflicting stories. Um, there's one story that uh, she wanted to get more adult roles, and I guess maybe she was persuaded by her uh, management. So. Uh, in order to get more adult roles, she appeared nude in a magazine or, you know, topless. N- you know, nothing too outrageous, but she appeared nude in a magazine. Um, around that time as well, there's also stories that she was busted on an internal flight for carrying, a, I think she had a joint on her. Right. And she got busted. It was around the same time. So because of that, Instead of getting adult roles, she ended up getting sort of B-movie exploitation roles where they just wanted her to kind of get naked. Um, And whether it was off the back of the photo shoot or whether it was off the back of, you know, supposed marijuana, but I've not verified that, off the back of the marijuana best, you don't really know. But it's kind of that... There's a nasty mechanic there in Hollywood, isn't it? Whereas because she, because of though either of those things, yeah. suddenly she's only getting the jobs where she needs to basically take her clothes off. Um, yeah. How much of that is true? I mean, I you mean know, Hollywood. Well, we know what Hollywood is like, even up to now, and how it can chew people up yeah. and spit them out. Yeah, but um, you know. She gets her top off in this. She gets her top off in Savage Streets as well. Savage Streets is uh, a pretty enjoyable. That's kind of like a like an urban. It was that kind it's of like, like it's not a roller skate film, is it? No, 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 no. It's, she was in a roller skate film. Yeah, she, she she's was. in Roller Boogie, wasn't she? Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, Savage Streets is kind of like you know. Remember they, they did that kind of. Um, 
it's off the back of like the urban decay subgenre, and then you had kind of like teen evil teens, like teen gangs, yeah. a little bit off the warriors. You had like class of nineteen eighty four, yeah, where the teacher was the hero and the kids kids were just like outrageous psychos. Oh, that's what's the one with Tom Berenger? Oh, uh, the substitute. Yeah, in um. Jim Belushi did the principal as one. well, yeah. which is pretty good. That's a good one, actually. Um, it's got a heart of gold, really, and the kids are great, really. You just got to dig deep and find it. Oh, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I love that story. I never get tired of that story. Um, Pfeiffer did one, didn't she? Who did? Pfeiffer. And that Dangerous Minds. Yeah. And Coolio did the sound, the theme tune. Right, the theme tune, sing the theme Yeah, tune. was that? What, Gangster's what? Paradise. Yeah, it was. That was. That was for Dangerous Minds. She was in the video. Hey, Pfeiffer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not just clips from the film? No, I'm sure she actually made an appearance in the video with Coolio. I'm sure she did. That came out at a point where I used to work in a cheese factory in Corsham, right? And I used to have one of those big radios that came through the tannoy. And they'd only a big play... radio? How yeah. big was it? Well, no, it was just a big radio system. Oh, okay. But they'd only play GWR. And that song was number one for like... Five six weeks. Yeah, so you heard it eight no, no, times no. a day. They didn't. They never played the Coolio version. Oh, okay. They only played because uh, it was at the time GWR was no rap, less chat. Oh, so really? they never played any hip hop or rap or anything, and they had this weirdly edited version where it was just L. Was it LV? It was oh, okay. yeah, LV. No, yeah. It was just him basically singing the chorus over and over again. Why? Why were they so stringently anti-rap? Um, don't know. Yeah, that seems a random... It's just... The, I think that... Because that, it was, what, 1991, something like that? Yeah. And uh, I think rap just got big. And it, but it was a new thing. And the old people didn't like it. Is it maybe people in the so West people, Country couldn't really... But, um, get red round rap. Yeah, but you had then you had BBC Bristol and you had Tristan B playing hip hop. You had, you know, Westwood doing his thing here and there. But oh, think, he's been doing his thing here and there and all over there. But I think he's surprised at the Westwood news. Was that recent news? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe not talk about it on air till we know all the facts. Yeah, cut on that. All right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, anyway, women have accused him. That's that. Those are the facts. Oh right. Women, several women have accused him. I thought that came out ages ago. Well, it might have done. It's come out again. He's um he's not working at his job at Capital Extra FM Plus or whatever whatever he's working. Oh right. At. I don't know. We've gone way off the chart now. Not really. Yeah, we are. No, we're, we're talking about we're women. talking about men behaving inappropriately, Mark, and it really all comes back to that. Chained That's what heat. it's all about. Chained, Chained heat. heat. Have you finished your Linda Blair story? Yeah. Should we go through the cast? Yeah, go on. Okay, it's a fantastic cast. It is a fantastic This cast. is what really drew me to Chained Heat. Of the of all the women in prison movies, um, this one has got a great cast. It's a, it's a fun cast. So uh, we've got uh, Linda Blair is uh, our main heroine, is yeah. Carol Henson. Uh, John Vernon is the uh, corrupt warden. How many films has he been in where he's been a corrupt warden slash principal slash head of a department? 
Loads. Well, loads. <laughs> that was his only role, isn't well, it? Yeah, I mean, he was in, what was he in? Dirty Harry. Uh, he was in The Outlaw, Josie Wales. Uh, he was in Curtains. I'm sure I've seen him as a principal in something. Yeah, he was. He, he was in. He was. I think he was a principal in Savage Streets. Right. Okay. Linda Blair. Um, he's a great deliverer of lines. Um, uh, in the Outlaw Josie Wales, he's only in it for a short bit, but he's he's one of the Confederate soldiers, generals that's yeah. basically signing a, <coughs> signing a um, a surrender notice. Uh, what do you call it? Peace. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's basically surrendering, um, and uh, it, he's only in it for about five minutes. But just, <coughs> sorry, that's fine. He's in it for about five minutes, and he just says, "Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining." <laughs> and he always stuck in it's my good, he's, he's got a good line. Yeah, good line. He is good delivering the lines. Um, and he has, he, I, he has is he still alive or is he gone now? I don't know. That I don't know. I would imagine he's dead now. But I don't know. He, um, yeah, he's a great character actor, and he's great in this. He's does... Is he in Killer Clowns from Outer Space? He might be. I haven't seen that one in a while. I'm sure I've seen him in that. So, know. yeah, okay. So, um, John Vernon, yeah, Warden Batman, uh, Sybil Danning uh, plays Erica, and yeah. Erica is like the sort of the white gang leader. She's lady. got some crazy hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said hair. Um, yeah, um, Sybil Downing is Erica, and she's been in loads of stuff. She was in your one of your favourites, Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh yeah, she does um, that death squawk. Yeah, she's great in that. Uh, Halloween Two. Is she in that? She's in. Ha- no, sorry, no. Howling. Howling Two. Sorry. I couldn't read my writing. <laughs> yeah, Howling Two. She's the main um, searcher, is it, or something? Sturber. Sturber. The werewolf queen yeah there's there's a bit in that movie where Sybil Danning you I know exactly what you're going to say have I told you this before yeah. have we recorded me saying it before? yes we have okay we have in our werewolf one didn't yes, we okay yes. I'm not going to say it but, 17 times in the credits she does, she does say that yeah I yeah I yeah Cold. for those who don't know that's fine we'll keep it in 17 <laughs> times she gets her knockers out in the credits but they keep Ray's shot on it. Which, when you look back on it now, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Did they really need to do that? Not really, <laughs> no. I mean, it was a great, I mean, it was a great shot, but yeah, it didn't need to say that. Um, so, Sybil Danning uh, plays Erica. Uh, Tamara Dobson plays Duchess. Yeah, she was, she was, uh, she's not coffee, was she? She was... Um, Cleopatra Jones. Cleopatra Jones. Yeah. Um, I, and I think this was... I think she died young. She did die young. Mm. I, I didn't really look into why, but I, this was her last film. And, I mean, she... I mean, she... She ain't of any age, is she? How tall do you think she is? Oh, God. 6'1". Six 6'2". Six She's tall. Tall as me. She's a tall lady. Well, you can tell in the film, yeah, can't you? Yeah, she's, she's a really tall lady. Um, she gets some of the best lines. And by best, I mean worst lines. Go on. Uh, written some written written some of them down don't you walk away from me you chalk faced whore (laughs) no that's pretty good (laughs) random Um, chalk faced whore yeah it's good Um, so yeah and so she she's basically she's basically represents the leader of the black faction within the yeah of which you only see about three or others yeah they don't yeah (laughs) you don't get this 
feeling that there's a lot of people in this prison either, do you? Well, this is good. This is good that you bring this up. It's essentially a prison where there appears to be countless empty cells. Yeah. And of the prisoners that are there, there's what forty. Yeah. And they all appear to be stuffed in one dormitory. Yeah. And like the rest of the prison just seems pretty massive, empty. It's also got inexplicably tunnels. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like an industrial catacomb yeah. underneath, an endless labyrinth. Which, which the prisoners can seemingly wander around at will. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, I mean, a lot of sort of monster movies end up in those kind of like the basements. Yeah, and those yeah. kind of like industrial endless basements. And this has one. I don't know why, but this movie has well, one so, of those. So people can get stalked. There ain't a lot, a, a lot of stalking. Well, there, that um, snitch gets cut in half, doesn't she? Yeah, mine was my version was, was heavily. Yeah, cut. my version was heavily cut. But Did you even really work out what happened to her? Not until I read the synopsis on the, on the internet. Yeah. I know she died. She grotted. Well, I, th- I thought she ran. It looked to me like she basically would be better for the for the listeners who've not seen the film. Basically, there's a. Uh, a, a young prisoner. She's having a bit of an affair with the uh, the governor, warden, warden, and um, a bit of an affair. He's exploiting. <laughs> yeah, her, he's right? exploiting her. He's filming it and everything. He's a right he's pervert. Got, he's wine stealing her. He's what? Wine stealing her. Yeah, he is. But um, anyway, she leaves his office. For some reason, he's got a hot tub in his office, which is another thing I can. We'll get to his office, <laughs> mate. That is a whole. I've got a whole. There's a whole paragraph, paragraph. about his. <laughs> but she comes out of there, and she's suddenly wandering around these catacombs, and you hear this tapping on metal pipes. You see a knife being tapped. Yeah, yeah. And they're going snitch, snitch. Yeah, yeah. And she runs for miles. Yeah. Trying to escape these people, and they they've, they've strung up a wire across this yeah, corridor she... and the version I've got she just runs into it you don't see anything yeah, else and no, it yeah. seems to be hitting her waist height yeah I couldn't make a lot of sense I'd have to say as much as we talk about the magical quality of the Betamax tapes that we get here in, in our, dungeon. our dungeon they're magical um, yeah this one the quality of this one for me it wasn't so magical it was rubbish. It was cut. It was Loads cut. of it was cut. It had a shit cut. This was, I think it was the MIA uh, <laughs> edition that I had. In, um, yeah, you it, could have almost, apart from a few swear words, almost have played it at three o'clock in the afternoon. Because it, it was, there was... Well, this is the weird thing about it. it. I mean, it's still pretty sleazy, this film. Let's be fair. Oh, I yeah, mean, there's plenty. Of, it's, it's sleazy. There's enough it's, to... It's... it's um, it's a weird kind of sleaze. It's almost... I would say it's the kind of film that puts on a black leather glove and then it gooses you when you're in the shower. What the fuck are you talking about? That's the kind of film it is. And I like a film like that. A film Last, that... The other week you were on about getting punched in the face by a leather glove. This film doesn't do that. This film puts a black leather glove on and then gooses you when you're in the shower. So can you stop doing the action? Every time you say goosing. Well, just so you know what I'm all about. <laughs> I'm not goosing you. <laughs> right. Carry on, with the ca- carry on with the cast. Yeah. So, uh, Sybil Danning. Uh, we've done Tamara Dobson. Yeah. Duchess. 
Stella Stevens plays uh, Captain Taylor, who's like the female head of the uh, guards. She's like the real villain. Yeah, can I, can I, can I just jump in here? She's terrible. Well, I would disagree. Do you she think? Was, she was also in the Poseidon Adventure, and she's great in that. She's Ernest Borgnine's wife in the Poseidon Adventure. Lin- Is she? Yeah, she's Linda Rogo, and she's great. Yeah. And Ernest Borgnine's wife. Shelley Winters. No, Shelley Winters is in it, but she doesn't play Ernest Borgnine's wife. It's Stella Stevens. Linda Rogo. Sorry, I've got cramp in my leg. You've got cramp in your leg? Yeah. Sorry, okay. I'm going to have to cut this out. Yeah, Whoa. okay. No, I don't know that we should, Mark. We ought to keep the cramp bit in. Do you want me to do that leg thing? No. <laughs> well, that helps with cramp. I don't want to do it. It's because I'm bent up. I'll be right in a second. Are you getting enough salt? Eh? Apparently, cramp is lack of salt. Is it? Yeah, that's, yeah I've I heard don't... people say that. I probably have too much salt. Well, I don't know. But then when you go running, you lose a lot of salt out of your body, don't you? Yeah, so that's you, when you're doing exercise, that's sometimes where you get cramp, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Oh, well, I'm back from my little digression, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, Captain... Stella Stevens. Yeah. I, I didn't think much of the 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 acting in it. Well, she's great in the Poseidon adventure. Okay, I'll take your word for that. Um, and she's got uh, uh, she's got her sidekick, like her evil right hand rod of iron, uh boots. The big with the big oh, ginger yeah, hair. She's, yeah, yeah, she's got big ginger hair. Uh she's played and by Ken Trenchin. She's got big She's got truncheon. a big she's got two big things. Hair and truncheon. Yeah. Um, yeah, she... Uh, wouldn't you love to have, like, a lady that would <laughs> what? come... What? God. Wouldn't you love to have a lady that would do your bidding and she's called Boots? It's like, hey, Boots. <laughs> boots. boots. I need you to go beat up one of the inmates <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, and Boots is kind of the real sadist of the piece. I yeah. Think. She's pretty nasty. She, isn't Boots kind of also... Helping one of the male guards to kind of get his hands on yeah. some of the inmates. It's all kind of a pretty sordid affair. Um, yeah, Boots is played by Kendall Cordwell. Um, Henry Silver is in it. He plays Lester. He's a, what? What is he to that prison? It's yeah. It's never really because he's supposed to be there, but you don't know why. I don't even know that he is supposed to be well, there. Well, no, because he when he. When you first see him, he's talking to the captain, and he's there for a reason. Yeah, but he's got other reasons for being there, which are pretty. Well, it's sleazy. all corrupt. They're yeah. all corrupt reasons, but um, yeah, he's just referred to as Lester. He has a great scene. There's, a, can we talk about a scene for? In the yeah, movie? there's a great scene where they he smuggles girls out of the prison to take to posh people's parties. Yeah. And he's wine stealing them. Yeah, and he's um, he's given a nice clothes to wear. He's basically pimping them out. Yeah, and uh, there's a weird scene in that they go to a mansion, and is it Val is stripping on the stairs oh, for this yeah. guy, and this guy is doing coke, yeah. and he's <laughs> jivering and chattering away, and you're like, it's just suddenly turned into airplane airplane movie or something. It just seemed a little bit out of place. But to see what I want to talk about is, don't you want to talk about the striptease? No, not really. It's a great striptease. Yeah, all right. Let okay. me just get to the part I'm... All right, I'm sorry. 
Linda Blair's in a bedroom with a sleazy guy. Is it when the mic keeps appearing at the top of the screen? Did it? Yeah, so many times. <laughs> you get, uh, seriously, the mic appears at the top of the screen well, she's, she's, so many times. She's getting uh, menaced by this sleazy guy. He basically wants to have sex with her. He's paid Henry Silver to pay, have sex with her. He's nasty. He's yeah, nasty. He, um, he pulls a gun on her. Val comes in. Yeah, yeah. The gun goes off. Henry Silver comes in and just kicks the guy in the face. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a gun. No, he didn't have it. Well, yeah, but the guy was causing trouble. But the guy was... But then he, then he slaps Linda Blair for not sleeping with him. Well, yeah, because she wouldn't... Do I don't know why he kicked the bloke in the face. Well, because the guy was causing trouble. He just... It was like a rugby kick. <laughs> he, he just opened the door and just kicked him in the face. It's he's, unbelievable. He's great at doing kind of like... Um, Ultra sleazy. Yeah, but he's, he's still charming, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're still kind of like, hey, yeah, hey, hey, come I'm on. I'm right sleazy hey. bag, but uh, maybe not I'm for obviously you, sleazy, but you can trust me. Um, <laughs> there's lots of shenanigans. There's lots of people double crossing each other and stuff like that. So, yeah. So Henry, yeah. So Henry Silver, uh, he, was, uh, he was in Code of Silence. He was a villain. Alligator. Yeah, he he's was in like a Dick Tracy. He's in. Is he in Dick Tracy? Yeah, he's in Dick Tracy. Um, he's in a lot of European. I, I think films. he was in. Was he in Dynasty or well, Dallas or something like that? Yeah, he's in so I, Falcon Crest, one of them things. To be honest, I had a look on IMDb of all the films he'd been in, and there were so many. Yeah, I, I was. It was almost too many well yeah and you'd go through them in the bulk of them you'd have never heard of yeah and every now and then you might hit on one you'd be like oh yeah I've, I've seen that yeah um, I mean he's I mean he's never really been out of work I don't think Henry Zilla. Um, uh in other actresses that pop up Monique Gabrielle who is in a lot of uh, kind of B movies she's a bit of a scream clique scream queen yeah. Um, she appears. Uh, Edie Williams is in it as Paula. Uh, Sharon Hughes plays Val. Um, she was quite good, I thought. Yeah. She had very 80s hair. Yeah. They all had very 80s hair. Well, it was hair. 80s, Jamie. That prison must have stunk of hairspray. Wasn't there a scene right at the beginning where there's a transsexual in there? Yeah. And he gets beaten up he by gets, a woman. He gets beaten up. and then Sorry, it... she gets beaten up by a woman. Yeah. And uh, and um, it's just that's it. It's gone. Yeah. Nobody ever discusses it again. But well, you wonder when the how does how would that? I don't no idea. I'm glad you brought that up, Mark, and not me. How would that work nowadays? If you then we don't have to talk about it nowadays. Let's talk about it. Always but in, but uh, we're talking about it. We can talk about it. Okay, go on then. If a policeman arrests yeah. a a transsexual. Yeah. yeah, or a transgender person. Mm. How how is it determined what type of prison they would go into? Is I mean, are there guidelines? I think or... it's down to the judge. I think. I mean, wouldn't you really? If you were going, if you say you were going down for something. Okay, right. Let's, who else is in this film? No, uh, yeah, I'm pretty done with the cast, Mark. That's right. pretty much. What did you think? Um... Oh, he's just ironing out his. Should we? Um... 
we were talking about the subgenre of women in prison movies. Yes, give us a should, list. Should we give a, a quick list of women in prison movies? I mean, it's still in Jaws to today. I mean, mm. it's still going on. So um, you've got stuff like uh, The Big Doll House, yeah. 1971. Uh, the Big Bird Cage, uh, 1972. Jonathan Demme did Caged Heat uh, in 1974. Uh, the Japanese series of films, uh, Female Prisoner number 701, Scorpion series. Okay, how many are in that series? Oh, there's a good three or four. and then I There's think... a couple of sequels to this, isn't there? Um, Bridget Nelson, one of yeah, them? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a Chained Heat 2. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they've got anything to do with this one, though. No, I I, yeah. It's, it's a sequel by name only. Type yeah. Of things. Um, uh, what else have we got? Uh, so, uh, Riot in a Woman's Prison... Uh, but I should say Big Bird Cage has got Pam Greer and Sid Hagen. Of course, supposed to be that good. sounds great. Yeah, the Big Bird Bird Cage is supposed to be good. Um, Ninety Nine Women, which was directed by Jess Franco. Uh, you've also got Bear Behind Bars, uh, <laughs> Women in Cell Block Nine, uh, Reform School Girls, Black Mama, White Mama, uh, Ilza. Is that the she- same film? Yeah, Black Mama, White Mama. Oh right, okay. Uh, it's a bit like... Do you remember the Defiant Ones? Was it Tony Curtis in... Sydney Poitier. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a, waste, a racist white guy yeah. and a black chap chained together. <laughs> the black chap. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, that's fine. That's but the fine. black guy was racist as well. Yeah, it's a was, black yeah. racist and a the white racist. racist yeah, and they're yeah. chained together and they learn to fucking come together, Mark. Um, well, they have to. They were chained together. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Yeah, that's Black Mama, White Mama. But it's basically the same thing, but with ladies. Pam Grizz in that one. Um, Ilza, She Wolf of the SS. House of Whipcord. House of Whipcord. Um, is that... Um, that's a Coleman. British one. Oh, is it? Did Coleman not do one? Uh, I'm sure he did. Sure. I mean, that's only a, that's only a yeah. quick... I mean, there's I mean, there's loads of them. Whipcord I mean, Hammer. House of Whipcord. Or Amicus or something like that. Uh, it was uh, Warren. Uh, it's Pete Walker. Ah, yes. Um, he did uh, Flesh and Blood show. Other stuff that I just had a list of. Schizo. <laughs> Schizo, House of Long Shadows, Home Before Midnight, and uh, Four Dimensions of Greta. Four dim- That's a great title, isn't it? I wonder what that it fourth is. dimension of her really was. I don't know. It's got Robin Asquith in it. We don't really want yeah, to. Yeah, that, really that does put me <laughs> We don't really care. Okay, so um, so we've done the cast. So basically, we find our cast of characters in a massively corrupt prison facility. Yeah. And you have to wonder, who's really vetting these people that they're employing there? Yeah, because they're all shifty. Yeah. Every I mean, single one. You almost wonder if it's the same person who is doing the vetting process for, like, the Metropolitan Police at the moment. Oh, a little bit of politics there. Well, it is literally that bad, isn't it? I mean, all of these people are assholes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so, they, I mean, the warden's corrupt. The head of the guards is corrupt. Should, all we, talk, of the should guards. we talk about the warden? Let's talk about the warden. Okay. What, in his office? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> let, I'll, I'll say one thing that's in this office. Okay. You, you start off. Okay. It's a very opulent... Decadent office. It looks it? like it should be in a mansion. The Playboy Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's got shag carpet in. He has a stuffed puma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is in a prison. It's inside yeah, the prison. Yeah, it is it's in the mental. Prison. 
It's really, he's got real mood lighting going on as oh, well, isn't it? It's like real low level. Is, is it a water bed he's got as well, or? I didn't know. I didn't know it's a water bed. He's got a jacuzzi he's in his ju- office. He's got, yeah. He's got cameras set everywhere, which he's filming himself having sex with the inmate. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's got to, you know, you can't do that if you're no. a prison warden. <laughs> um, I don't know whether he should have a stuffed lion in his. Yeah, no, it's a very decadent. It's just right out of place. But then, it, in a way, that's just that kind of juxtaposition, and it, it like the he wears a smoking jacket as well. He, I think he <laughs> probably does wear a smoking jacket. Um, so I mean, that's that juxtaposition, and it that, that you know the authority, a, a decadent, spoiled, you know, um, they just want all they can get. Whereas the real heroes, the real characters, are the people that are in the prison, the murderers and, and rapists inside behind bars. Well, she's only committed manslaughter. She well, just ran a man over with just... her car. You know, that's forgivable. She'll get over that. You know, 18 months, she'll do her time, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a bad reason for her to be there, isn't it? it? She should be in there for a crime she didn't commit. Her yeah, being just, there because just... she ran a man over in her car. Well, it just seems like um, she shouldn't have gone to such a hardcore prison. It was pretty hardcore. Because she's not a she's like not a repeat offender. It's her first offence. It's obviously some. She, she was she she was. It's a silly mistake. Yeah. It's not like. And it is a really hardcore prison. It's, like it's, you said, it's, it's, I mean, it's a hotbed of corruption, sadism, brutality. Yeah. Violence, lesbianism, all filmed with very. I think they meant must have spent all the budget on his office. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he's got exotic fish tanks as well. Yeah. I should mention the fish tanks. Um, so, yeah. So, clearly from the start, we know this is a corrupt... This place is horrible. You yeah. Know, it's corrupt from top to toe. It's um, not Brubaker dark, though, is it? Is it Brubaker? Oh, yeah, I like that movie. Um, it's not as dark as that prison. Is that Robert Redford? Yeah, it? it is, yeah. Oh, he's great. He goes in as a prisoner. Yeah, that's brilliant, isn't yeah, it? There's all sorts of horrible stuff going on. But I, I love it when it gets to the bit where it's like, no, I'm the... I'm the governor. Yeah, I am yeah. the governor here, you know. I love that. I haven't seen that in ages. Um, but it's not a w- woman in prison. No, no, really. no. Um, it's, also, it's interesting as well, around this time, around those sort of early 80s times, there were loads of films that, I don't know, I guess it was just kind of like the zeitgeist. But, you know, um, the drug of choice, the drug that was causing most of the problem was Angel Dust. PCP. PCP. Yeah. And how many films do they feel the need to tell you that Angel Dust is PCP? It's Angel Dust. It's PCP. Well, it's probably... What is PCP? Can you still get PCP? Is it not like uh, math? I don't know. I've never... That's an amphetamine of some kind. Yeah, I guess it is, but... Was it ever rife over here? PCP? I've never heard of anyone doing PCP no, in this country. Heard never heard of it in this country. Maybe not that I hang out with drug no, tapers, I don't know whether it's but... called something else over here. Or... I don't know. Uh, okay, so it's a rotten prison. It's a rotten to the core prison. Um, we've spoken about the... Uh, we've spoken about the warden's office, his ridiculously decadent office. Yeah, we spoke uh, about Henry Silver pimping women, eh? Yeah. Which, did, um, did the governor know? Did the warden know about that? I don't think he was in on that, but I think Henry Silver was also part of the drug trade coming in as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He was part of the dope coming in 
which was kind of run by Captain Taylor, who's like the head of the security guards. Yeah. It was like the guards. Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon? Should we talk about some of the murders? Okay. Yeah, let me talk about um, My copy was really badly... Yeah, my copy was really, really, really badly cut. You it, know? It must have been a few minutes been cut out of it. I mean, it's still... I mean, we should say to listeners... It's, oh, it's, an, still, incre- it's an incredibly sleazy film, isn't it? it? I mean, it does make you feel a little bit dirty. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, it's still... Because of the editing, because of how it's cut... Yeah, it's poorly You cut. feel it's like it's... Edited. Yeah, it's poorly it, edited. It ends up being a little bit neutered. Yeah, it? very much so. Very um, much so. I think the lady, when Duchess and her mate kill the lady in the toilet, and they basically... Go over the top of the cubicle with a hook, yeah, and pull it up through her neck. I mean, I think that would have been pretty nasty. But you don't see, you don't even it's know. In, re- it's implied, but you don't really. It just cuts. You know what's happened. You kind of know what's happened, um, and then uh, Carol finds her later, doesn't she? And she's a bit bloody. Yeah, well, Carol gets um, menaced by the the warden. So he get, she raped. gets raped. She gets raped. By the warden, and huh? not that you don't want to see somebody get raped, but you, you see nothing. You see nothing. They're just in a room. Hang on. Let's just say, for the purpose of our listeners, in the terms of a film, it's okay. We can handle a rape. Yeah, in a yeah, film. yeah, yeah. It's not real. And I mean, in this film, these things are happening, and, and you don't, don't even know. Yeah. So, well, that, like you say, that woman at the start dies. You don't really know what happened. You don't get why she was trying to escape, why she she was so desperate to make such a you know an unlikely attempt at getting away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a rapey prison. Yeah. Well, that's a, is that sleazy guard as well that rapes. But they're all with... sleazy. There's no, no. That... There's one that actually rapes. The... Yeah, yeah. Stone. And he uh, gets he gets women basically. Fed Robert, to him. I think it's Robert Miano. I think the actor. Yeah, he's horrible. Does he die in your the version you saw? Yeah. Yeah, he gets killed in what is probably the longest prison stabbing of all time. Well, um, I think Sybil Dunning gives the knife to one of his victims and she can't do it. Yeah. And she, she takes just, ages she to takes work ages out. Ages to she work can't out do it. She can't do it, which is fair enough. Yeah. But then she gives it to Sybil Dunning, who can do it, and she takes ages to do it as well. I think she's winding the bloke up, though. Well, I, I don't think that's torturous to the bloke. Well, what but you didn't see anything there. You just saw yeah. the knife go down and then it come really out. Really slowly. It's like the slowest. Yeah. Prison stabbings, I suspect, aren't like that. I'd imagine they're a lot quicker. Yeah. Shiv, shiv, shiv. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad. In, uh, she, I, I think the film could have stabbed him in the crutch. The, the audience would have been on board with that. Crotch. Crotch. Yeah. Yeah. Um crotch if she had stabbed him in the crotch the audience would have well stop, stop crotch. but that's what it needed then you Bollocks. know he was a horrible yeah in his nutsack <laughs> he was a horrible nasty rapist he was it was all set the audience want to see people like that die horribly well i think the, the main the main crux of the towards the end of the film is the the captain murders um the warden. Oh, that's a great murder but scene. But we saw that cut as well. But then you see, the thing is, that cut, in my version, and then they play the video back later and you see it anyway. So what, how much do you see in your version? Well, he, he's in the tub. I mean, you see Val. him with, I mean, him and Val are at it, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. 
And then you just... Isn't it the most bubble-free jacuzzi you've ever seen in your life? There's, there's a sound effect of bubbles. But yeah, but there's, there's no, no bubbles. actual bubbles. <laughs> there's no just, bubbles. It looks like they just sat in dirty, stagnant water. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have the budget. Dry humping. <laughs> and, uh, Wet humping. And um, yeah, in the version I saw, you just see him get in the bath. You see somebody sneaking around in the room. Yeah. A point of view shot. And then you just see a blonde hair grab Val. Then it cuts. My version just cuts. Oh, really? Yeah. And then later on when they get the tape, because he's been yeah. videoing it. You see it happen anyway. Oh, wow. You really had a cut yeah. version. Wow. You didn't see him die. Oh, no. really? No. Oh, okay. So ginger, my, The big ginger woman comes So in. in my version, because you know Val is trying to capture the warden on tape mm. having sex with the inmates, because, I mean, obviously that would be enough to get the warden. Yeah. So did your version have them having sex? Well, they were kind of messing around in the water. Well, I think... It's not obvious that they're having sex, but it's a weird position. And yeah. she's kind of... Yeah, I think... It's like he's got his toe in her... Wow, well, yeah, I think she's sort of... Yeah, I think they're having sex. Yeah, some um, kind of sex. Yeah, and she keeps saying to him, like, oh, look at the camera, look at the camera, because she wants to obviously catch him on camera. And then you see that someone is there in the room, yeah. and then Boots and Captain Taylor appear... And they drown him. Boots holds the warden underwater. Right. Is drowning him as um, Vow is still kind of copulating. Right. And the Captain Taylor kind of holds her away, pulls her hair and stuff. Um, and they drown him. Yeah. Boots drowns him. And then Captain Taylor says, oh, well, uh, Vow will keep her mouth shut, take her back to her cell through the catacombs. Yeah. And she ends up dead. You don't see that either. You just she just puts a. Don't thing. you see her actually get killed? No, you just see her. The you see the, um, boots, sort of takes her a weird way, and she goes, "Oh, this isn't the way." She goes, "It is the way now." And pushes her up against the wall, puts a nice bat on in her mouth. In her mouth, then it cuts. Oh, really? Yeah, and then Linda Blair flying. Wow, you had a crazy cut yeah. version. In my version, you at least see Boots whack her a few times. No, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, no, Boots whacks her. She's mm. like... But you see it from Val's point of view. So it's like the camera is looking at Boots. Right. And Boots is just like swinging her baton. And being a bit like, you know... Not very nice. Yeah, a bit sadistic. Yeah, we didn't see any of that. Okay. What about when uh, Boots gets drowned at the end by Duchess? Um... Well, this is the weird. This is the other thing I didn't understand. Is obviously Boots and the captain know they know what the warden's up to. You would have thought so. Yeah, but they didn't know he had a camera in there. But they know he's got a tape because they mentioned the tape later. So why didn't they just take the tape out when they were there? Well, they're idiots. I don't know. Just bloody idiot screws, Mark. What do they? So anyway, Linda Blair. They start this prison riot, don't they? Oh, it's end it the most feeble prison yeah. riot. Well, it's the budget again, mate. It's a prison riot with 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> so she can break into the... Why would she still be able to get to the warden's office? Oh, I know, it's ridiculous. Know. It is utterly ridiculous. Um, she manages to get in there, get the tape, and suddenly she's badass. Anyway, Boots comes to stop her. Boots. <laughs> Boots. <laughs> Sounds like a kid's... Oh, she's nasty. <laughs> is that not Dora yeah. the Explorers, mate? <laughs> The little monkey fella. Boots. <laughs> I don't know. I anyway, don't watch Dora the Explorer. 
I have. I've got kids, mate. Well, so, yeah, I, I, um, that makes sense. Yeah, she gets to take Boots' choice to to stop her. She says, oh, you can't deal with me. And the Duchess mm. strides in and says, I can deal with you. You know I can take you. Anyway, you just see them, basically, she gets her in a he- headlock. Then it cuts again. Oh, really? Yeah, and then later on, you just see her in a fish tank. You've drunk. got the... I, you. Where did you find your copy of this? Not, you didn't find it in a dungeon. Well, I did find it in a dungeon, mate. I just got... Because we... We don't watch these films together, ladies and gentlemen. We've got, we got to find two... Let's drop the facade just for a moment, Mark. Where did you f- see your copy of... Downloaded it off the internet. Okay, probably the worst edited copy. Yeah. Of all. So, in my version... Yeah. Right? Boots mm. turns up and says, Oh, you know, Carol, you're trying to steal the tape. I'm going to kick your ass, basically. And then Duchess turns up and says, Oh, you can take Carol, but you can't take me. Yeah. She's she's she is a tall lady, um, and then Boots whacks Duchess a couple of times with her truncheon, and yeah. Duchess hits the floor. Boots then gets on the phone. Yeah, I did see that bit. Okay, and yeah, she's talking to Captain Taylor, she's and she's going, tape. "She's got the tape. They know that we killed Backman." And then Duchess gets her from behind, wraps the telephone cable around her neck, and then you see Duchess putting her in the tank. Like drowning her in the tank, yeah, holding her head under, um, and then when Boots dies, uh, Duchess delivers probably one of the weirdest payoff lines that I've heard in a while. Go on, what was she, it? Well, she goes, uh, um, hang on, I've written on a bit of paper, on, I've just got to find it. Um, yeah, so she drowns her in a tank, and then she goes, um. I sure hope they get the smell out of those fish. What? Well, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I know. She drowns her in a fish tank. I did. Th- to be honest with you, I did think the film went a bit wobbly towards the end. It's wobbly throughout. <laughs> Linda, I, I did like it, but it's wobbly. Linda Blair, bless her. I, I love the lady. She's I, I admire, but she is a terrible actress. When she goes to the warden in, and... Oh, that's crazy. Breaks down, I'm using air quotes, yeah. breaks down. It's quite painful to watch. Yeah, and then he ends up raping her. Yeah. After she'd already escaped a near rape. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, she. it makes it a comedy, mate. If you're going to make a film about that kind it's of subject not, it's matter. Like a, it's like a child acting. Yeah, bless her. Um yeah, she's not convinced. She can't even do convincingly upset. That she can do stroppy. Yeah, she, she can't. Can do, she can't do nervous and upset, which is basically what the character is. Yeah, she can do stroppy, like a bit stroppy. Yeah. She's she remind me a little bit of uh, Showgirls. Can you remember Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls? Yeah. She could only do stroppy. Yeah. Jamie and. Fortress Betamax Dungeon? Okay. So let's go, go to the end of the film now. So, so they've got this tape. There's a there's a like a prison inspector going around, isn't there? Yeah. Um Kaufman. Yeah, she's sort of she knows that's something up, but she doesn't quite she and, that the, and that the We're witness to what is the most ridiculous setup of all time where Boots has killed Val with her truncheon and yeah. then Boots hides her truncheon 
under Erica's bed. Yeah. Okay? And then they're having an inspection. They're showing this woman round who wants answers. Yeah. To who they, killed Val. Yeah, they go into the dorm and Boots goes, oh, we're having an inspection, everyone. Stand by your bed. She goes directly, <laughs> directly <laughs> to the first bed, in the middle of the dorm, yeah. to Erica's bed, pulls it back, finds the truncheon, and says, oh, this is my truncheon. She must have stole it. There's blood on it. And then the lady goes, oh, well, if this blood matches up with the victim, you're in deep trouble, lady. And it's like, that's... That's, circumstan- that's circumstantial anyway, yeah. isn't it? You can't, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what a... That is the worst fix-up of all time. So they basically, they, they start this pathetic riot to get to the tape. That's a shit the, riot. The, the, the captain, shit riot. The captain starts chasing Linda Blair around the prison. And then Linda Blair suddenly becomes a badass and throws her off a roof. I don't even know she froze... I don't even know she froze her, does she? She's just... She sidesteps her. This is after uh, Erica at Sybil Danning in Captain yeah, they Taylor. Bust her right. And that's quite funny when uh, Captain Taylor is whacking her into that like lord that yeah. dryer. <laughs> yeah, that was very comedy. That yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Um, hits her on the head about three times with the dryer lid. It's pr- uh, pretty funny. Um, so we said like the, uh, the slowest. We did that. The slowest prison stabbing yeah. ever. It's a shit riot. Uh, we should mention Eric and Erica and Duchess. This is a nice part of the film, I think. Erica, who represents the white faction in yeah. the prison, Duchess, who represents the black faction. The three black people in the in the prison. Yeah, um, <laughs> but and one they, of them got murdered. But they they come together against the greater evil. Yeah, with a shitty know? handshake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a good ending, though, when the when Erica and Duchess and Carol kind of walk off towards the light at the end of the tunnel. I thought it was a terrible ending. I like that no, I thought very it was end. Because ter- I, I thought, at least watch them hand over the tape. And but they least, had the tape. They, they had, had the tape. tape. And they just walked off and basically they cut yeah, off the you, sunlight. But you knew so, they were going to be okay. But I, I want to talk quickly before we get off of this, this film. The prison fight when um, Erica and Duchess are having that prison fight. Okay. And somebody pulls a chain out of their trouser leg. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I had that in my version. A chain? Yeah, Erica starts swinging this chain around. It's the worst choreographed fight I've seen since Salute of the Jugger. Jugger. It was awful. Well, let's be fair... I mean, they probably had about four quid to make the film, to be fair. I mean, this is, we are talking about a bad film it tonight, is, it is aren't a bad we? Film. It's an enjoyably bad film. But, it, yeah, it, it's never not entertaining, is no, it? No, it is it's entertaining. A, it's enjoyable. It is entertaining. But it's, it's enjoyable because it is a really cliched, bad... Clunky. Yeah. Dialogue's terrible. Yeah. Just trying to push those obvious buttons. Yeah, they've all been to the Jerry Tribbiani School of Acting. Pretty much. <laughs> Linda Blair, bless her, is terrible in this she, film. She's as bad as she is. She's been better. Than Apart this. from the shower scene, she's great in the shower scene. Not really. She's great in the shower scene. So Sybil Downing. <laughs> you had to get that in there, didn't you? 
They're both great in the shower scene, Mark. It's the best shower scene of all time. No, it's not. Tell me a better shower scene. What, with two women, just because they've got their clothes off, and one's nearly trying to rape the other? Yes, mostly for those reasons. Those are appealing reasons for me, Mark. Oh, dear. Well, what, what, give me a better... As a heterosexual man, give me a yeah. better shower scene. Don't say psycho. I wasn't going to say Porky's. Nah, Porky's... Porky's manages to be creepier. Does it? Oh, yeah, I yeah. think it does. Don't you? At least... Well, so th- girls unwittingly being watched is worse than somebody yeah. nearly getting raped. But this is trying to be horrible. Whereas Porky's... Is trying to. Yes, I'm that's, the that's present. Yeah. That's presenting a world where, like, yeah, this behaviour is just firm. It's just fun. Yeah, peeping on ladies, upskirting them. You know, that's that's just guys being guys. That shit, I don't really like. Whereas this is kind of. I mean, it's it's still horrible, but I don't, I don't find it sexy in the slightest. You you don't find Sybil Danning sexy. Yeah, she's sexy, but she wasn't trying to be sexy. She wasn't... What about when she was smoking those cigarillos? <laughs> what, in the shower? Not in the she shower scene. Smoking, the shower scene wasn't sexy. Okay. Well, I think it kind of... All right, I'm sorry. I just They were frolicking. They weren't frolicking. There was frolicking in that shower. No, there wasn't. How, you may have had a cut version. There wasn't frolicking. There right, was, hang- who, right. What do you mean by frolicking? Right, hang on. Before it gets to Sybil Danning yeah. and Linda Blair having their conversation, yeah. and Sybil Danning is trying to soap her up. Yeah, there's in, women in having Linda, a shower. And Linda Blair says, don't do that, stop soaping me up. Right, before all that... She didn't say stop soaping me up. And basically... <laughs> she, she says, stop it. She, well, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> so, stop soaping me up. Puts in a fresh on... But that's what she right. meant. But that's what she was doing and that's what she's meant but before that there was yeah. shot there was a good minute or so yeah of women showering showering yeah. in mucking around ch- with shampoo chasing each other around yeah. rubbing it in their hair that's frolicking they were having fun in the shower oh okay I didn't find it very sexy you did I, 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 I don't, they were frolicking in the shower Okay, Mark, you don't find naked women sexy? Not in prison, no. What, when you're in prison? When they're in prison. What'd you go for then, Mark? <laughs> whatever you, whatever <laughs> you can get. <laughs> whatever I get. Okay. I'll take it. So, Mark's out of five for this movie. Uh, five. Really? No, two. Two? It's terrible. <laughs> it's is, ab- it a good, is it a good example of the genre? Yeah, really. Unfortunately, this is a good example. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would go. Uh, yeah, for the for the maybe for an uncut version, I might go for a free. But for this version that I watched, which is heavily cut, I think it was really heavily cut. Uh, I'll go for a two, same as you. Um, I, I think of the women in prison genre, uh, um, the uh, female prisoner number seven hundred one series is worth checking out. I mean, that's Japanese. Yeah. And um, that's kind of part of what what is called the pinky violence genre. So um, it's a lot of rape, revenge kind of storylines right. uh, very much from a Japanese angle. So to westernise, 
Yeah, you're putting a face there, Mike. Yeah, to yeah, Western yeah, eyes, I know, I know to modern it. Western eyes is maybe quite shocking, but you know it's a different, different time, different, different culture. culture. Yeah, um, and they're great movies, and I mean, um, those female prisoner scorpion movie, female prisoner number seven hundred one scorpion movies. Um, you can see how. Uh, Quentin Tarantino would have been a big fan of him. I'm sure he's seen... I, I know he has. You can see it in a lot of his films. A lot of the kind of crash editing, a lot of the... Um, uh, like The font of the titles, even down to that, is very much of uh, yeah. his style of filmmaking. Certainly in Kill Bill. Okay, Mark. Yeah, I can see you right. getting bored. Uh, oh, no, I was yawning. That's not me getting bored. That's just a natural for. Well, you right. know, it's a human thing, mate. When you're talking and another person is yawning in your face, you I was trying to think, stifle it. Can I also just say? Yeah, of course you can. Very last thing, I noticed it, as the credits were running. Yeah. The stunt players, some yeah. of the stunt people, right? Uh, one of them was called Don Pike, right? One of them was called Gary Pike. Yeah. And there was also a Susan Fish. Which is quite interesting. When you think in prison movies, there's always the talk of like fish. Is there? Yeah, new fish. Oh new fish. New yeah. fish. Yeah, yeah. what well, is fish. Uh yeah. And this one had What three, two pikes and a fish. Two pikes and a fish were the stunt actors. And I'll also tell you the boom <laughs> the boom operator yeah, was Jack. It was Jack Nietzsche Jr. Yeah. And he's got to be the fucking worst boom <laughs> operator of all time. It, fans of... People who are fans of really bad movies, yeah. if you watch this film, the boom is... The mic is dropping into the shot so many times. That scene when Carol has gone out with Lester... And Val kind of saves her from yeah. a possible... Only for her to get raped later. Yeah. Um, the boom! It's, it's there so much. It, seriously. It's yeah. crap. It was made very fast. On about nine quid. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, well, I've got no book note this week. Oh, so yeah, Mark. I, what have you been reading? I haven't, I haven't got... A, I've got no book note. Well, at least let me do the build-up and then you can let us down. Mark, hey... What have you been reading? Ah, hang on. We're turning down the lights. Oh, God. Mark, we're turning down the lights. You're pouring a cognac. The, the blue luminescent mould is twinkling and sparkling and in that lovely blue manner. The lights are low. The chair is comfy. You've yeah. pulled out the old magazines from the back of it. You're settling down. You're taking a swig of your cognac and you're about to tell us what have you been reading in your book nook this week, Mark? This week on the book nook, Jamie, a book by Glenn Duncan. Okay, never heard of him. Glenn Duncan wrote I Am Lucifer. Oh, no, okay. I Lucifer. Do you oh, remember okay. that one? Have I ever... started reading it. I thought that was cool. This is the one we're talking about, by the way. Okay. The book I'm talking about is The Last Werewolf. Okay. Uh, about a werewolf, Jamie. He's the last that? one. Huh? Who wrote that? Glenn Duncan. Same guy. Yeah, same guy, yeah. I think I started I, Lucifer. Did you not get on with it? Well, I didn't finish it, so I guess not. It was all right. I, yeah, I, carry, I, I really, on. really enjoyed it. But I really enjoyed uh, The Last Werewolf. Uh, the character, whose name escapes me at this very second, 
Um, what, of the book you've recently been reading? Yeah. The last werewolf, the main character, is Jake Marlowe. Okay. Uh, he's been around since... Jake Marlowe. Yeah. Okay. He, sounds like, he sounds like a detective. It's quite a contrived name. Yeah. Um, he's been around since, I think, the 17th or 18th century. Okay. He's amassed a lot of wealth, which a lot of these uh, fictional immortal long-living beings do I think we've discussed that in a previous podcast immortal people do seem to amass wealth don't they Highlander did that yeah I'm not so sure if I was immortal no, I, I, why no, would I you I wouldn't I'd be fucking working in a factory for three yeah, years yeah for, uh, I mean? forever, forever. Yeah, I I f- you feel like that's how it is now yeah. isn't it, really? anyway there's a secret police okay. sort of army that are hunting there's werewolves in this world, there's there's vampires, sorry, in this universe, there's werewolves, vampires, and there's a company called Wokop, which is okay. a bit like a, a faction of the police or a faction of MI5. They're hunting them all down. Okay. Um, what, the werewolves and the vampires? Yeah. Okay. Um, turns out there's loads of vampires. You can't fucking move without bumping into a vampire. But this guy, Jake, his butler... He's like an inside man in this in this secret police. Okay. He, he he knows things. So obviously this guy keeps moving around the country and going around the world. And it's just about his shenanigans. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed it. It's a really good book. Oh, okay. And it's the first part of a trilogy. And is is the trilogy being completed? I think the trilogy has. But the, you haven't the read The second one is Tallulah Rising, which we can't really go into that because that spoils... Everything that happened in the last werewolf. Have you I read? Went. Have you read the? Have you read them? Yes. Okay. What all three? Yes. Okay. And they're both very good. And what's his? What's his, Glenn Duncan? Yeah. Okay. He did. Uh, like I say, I Lucifer. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Uh, start a, a day and a night in a day. I don't know. Which is about um, someone being tortured. Uh, oh, that sounds good. Right up my. There's street. another one. Right in my wheelhouse. Oh, what, is it Weathervane? Where it's a guy who's just committed suicide, but he's just like wandering around his town. Oh, okay. And all his memories are coming back to get to a point of why he killed himself. Oh, okay. But that's quite good. It's a bit melancholic. Sounds cheery. No, it's not. But that's what I was reading in the book nook this week, Jamie. Oh, okay. What a lovely trip to the book nook we had this week, Mark. I have to say, I'm a little bit disappointed that I gave you a comic last week. Yeah. Specifically, with the idea of you reading it for the book nook. Yeah. Uh, I gave you a copy of Red Room. I'll read that next week. Okay. But I was reading. Um... Is that a promise? Yeah. You're not going to cut that out. No. So Pinky Promise. Let we'll me re- No, I'm not doing that. Why, why, not? We... why not? I don't want to. I don't touching Mark. What are you reading next week for the book nook? Mark? I'll be reading Red Room. Okay. Trigger Ed. warnings. It's part what? one. Ed. Piscor? Yeah, it's a weird name, isn't it? Ed Piscor. Yeah, I'll be reading that. Okay. It'll 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 disturb you. Oh great, I'm looking forward to that. Well, I as the podcast has been going on, Mark. Yeah. I've decided that when it comes to films. Yeah. I may be a little bit more hardcore than you. Oh probably, yeah. Well, that's, not a thing. that's not a problem. Well no, I'm just saying. Doesn't make you better than me, does it? No, 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 I'm not better than you. You're way better than me. <laughs> no, what do you mean you're way better than me? You are way better than me. <laughs> I'm not. You are. You've got responsibilities. You do stuff. You, you know, you're way better than me. I don't want them. No, no, but you handle them and you 
take on your responsibilities. I don't. I don't take on responsibility. This is again to that. No, this, why, is it, why are we talking about that now? I don't know. It just came out. <laughs> I'm drunk, mate. Mark. Let's keep it light. Hey, I'm trying to keep it light. Right. I've said all. Just the... make sure you bloody read Red Room next all week. All right. Calm yourself down. Okay. I'll read Red Room. I'll be responsible. And I'll read it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to say goodbye now. Thanks, everyone. Bye, Mark. Bye, listeners. I love the way you say goodbye to the listeners. Bye, everyone. Bye, listeners. Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon.